You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. Today is Monday, July 19th, 2021, and we are back on Monday with a hashtag Locked On Murph Monday here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. And for all of you fantasy football fans out there, after listening to today's episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast, check out Locked On Fantasy Football. After all, winning your league starts with the right data. My friend and colleague Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation, and thank you for kicking off yet another work week here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed, very much encouraged. So share that feedback, send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Monday meddling into the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, we are just a little over a week away from the official start of 2021 training camp. Players reporting a week from tomorrow on July 27th. July 28th, the first practice kicks off at Gillette Stadium, open to the public, and after a very busy offseason for your New England Patriots, a lot of anticipation, a lot of expectation, but definitely a lot of intrigue heading into this upcoming season. Now here on the pod, we've been doing our best to keep you updated on the various positional depth charts throughout the Patriots roster. We've talked about the offensive line, the defensive line. We've talked offensive skill positions like the wide receivers and the running backs. Yes, Claire, I know. We talked a little tight endage as well. We've also talked about the safeties and the linebackers on the defensive side of the ball. But today, we're breaking down, arguably, the greatest strength on the New England Patriots roster. And that's been the case for the last couple of years. That's right, folks. I'm talking cornerbacks. Led by the former 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore, also J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones. Juwan Williams, Miles Bryant, the newcomer Jalen Mills. A lot of talent in this positional grouping, but how will it all shake out in training camp? Well, these are some pretty big questions, maybe even monster questions. And when there's monster questions to be answered, we bring in the legendary green man himself. My main man, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy, joins me here on the pod today. We're bringing back hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. And today, we're talking cornerbacks. We'll discuss the latest on the Stefan Gilmore contract situation. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated's Monday Morning Quarterback published his weekly Monday column this morning, and he indicated that there hasn't been much communication between Stefan Gilmore's camp and the New England Patriots. 
now, before you get nervous, folks, just keep in mind, both sides, the Patriots and Gilmore, have been on a pseudo-vacation. With training camp about to start next week, you can probably bet that those two sides will be talking once again. My understanding of this situation is that both sides are equally motivated to get a deal done. Stefan wants to be here, the Patriots want him back, it's a matter of hammering out the details. But, until Penn is finally put to paper, there's nothing confirmed. So what does Murph think on this subject? Well, because Stefan is a cornerback, that'll be one of the first topics that we tackle here today on this analysis of the cornerback depth chart. But that's only part of it. We'll be talking about the offseason moves the Patriots made at the position. And even though cornerback continued to be one of the positions of strength, the Pats did add a new face to the fold, signing former Philadelphia defensive back Jalen Mills. How will Jalen fit into the equation? He's one of the more versatile backs on the team, meaning that he can line up at outside corner, he can line up in the slot, he can also play a box safety, and that role is actually the role he played most prominently when he was in Philadelphia. We'll touch upon J.C. Jackson's signing of his restricted free agent tender and what it may mean for his future in Foxborough. We'll also talk about which of those players might be heading into training camp with a little something extra to prove. A cornerback with a chip on his shoulder is usually an effective player. Which one will make an impact? And last but certainly not least, my good green friend will look into his Murphyan crystal ball and let us know what his prognosis is for the cornerback depth chart for the Patriots in 2021. Folks, and action-packed agenda, lots to talk about, always fun stuff when my good buddy joins me on the microphone for hashtag LockedOnMurfMonday, and he will do so when this Monday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. Each Built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fans, it is a new week here on the pod, and Patriots training camp is just over a week away from starting. We here at Lockdown Patriots returning to a regular season scheduling. Most of all today, we are thankful because it is time for some green wisdom and counsel. That's right, folks. It's Monday. He's here. He's ready to roll. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, Account of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance on Monday here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. 
Always my pleasure, Michael. It finally it feels like it feels like Monday again. I've been a day day late and a dollar short for a couple of weeks here, and it's because <laughs> we've been taping on Tuesdays. And let's get into it. Absolutely, we make Mondays fun, buddy. And once again, we are making Mondays fun from now until. Well, about this time next year. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, today we once again make Mondays fun because hashtag Locked On Murph Monday, folks, is back. And and you're right. There's a rightness in the world by bringing you back on Monday. But let the world rejoice and let's get right into it, like you said. After all, a wealth of knowledge, offense, defense, special teams. We've been breaking down a lot of the positional depth charts on you, my friend, you're nearly never wrong, and your takes don't even make anyone's head spin. So nicely done there, Don Murph. We love that. But back to business. You want to talk business? Let's talk business. Um, for the past couple of seasons, bud, the strength of the Patriots roster arguably been the defensive backfield. No question about it. And particularly the cornerback position. When you employ the defensive player of the year at one point, he comes back as a little bit of a dip, but really a strong season when you take a look at what he did in 2020, considering everything that uh, this team had to go through, you still look at the corners as one of the strengths of this team. I don't think that's going to change in 2021, but we can't talk cornerbacks without talking Stefan Gilmore. So Ugh. in my opinion, there's no better place to begin today than this subject because my colleague at Sports Illustrated, Albert Breer, in his weekly column for MMQB today, indicated that there hasn't exactly been much communication between the two sides lately. But keep in mind, both sides have kind of been on a vacation of sorts lately as well. So take that for what you will. Breer was more optimistic than not, though. He basically said that he expects these two sides to come together eventually. So Murph, with training camp set to begin, do you believe that this beginning of training camp now is going to be the catalyst these two sides need to open up these negotiations? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how motivated is either side to getting a deal done here? Well, listen, just for a little self-promotion, I said the same thing three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go check that out at E2GSports.com. Um, he did. Yeah, just stop looking for it. It's going to happen, people. Um, is there desperation? At this point in time, I don't believe so. If we get to a point where we are week one into the preseason and Stefan not, has not shown up, or here's another scenario, if he does come into camp right away and all of a sudden we have a very early case of turf toe, um, and he is unable to uh, to get out on the field during camp. That's something that I would worry about. That's a sign that I would. Those are two things that I would. I would kind of take a step back from and say, all right, uh, things aren't going swimmingly, and we need to come up with a plan B here. Yeah, without any question. And those types of holdouts or those types of negotiation tactics, because let's face it, folks, they are negotiation tactics. Uh, yep. Those are a little bit concerning. And, and they're ones that you know, don't cost Stefan Gilmore money. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. They don't. He automatically shows up. Oh, if it's an injury, yep. well, then, you know. Well, we, uh, then you still get, you, yeah. you were, there's no fines involved if there's an injury. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. It's kind of like, you know, look the other way. And with nine days to go until the Patriots' first scheduled training camp practice, 
like saying that, Murph. Nine times. Nine, nine times. days. Yep. Nine days. <laughs> I don't remember him being sick nine times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, all kidding aside, I mean, you know he's looking for a salary bump. You know he's looking for a contract extension. One of the two. I think he'd rather have the extension, but at least the yep. salary bump. Uh, so scheduled I. to make. Yeah, exactly. I think anybody would. Um, set to make just over $7 million in 2021 as we sit here today. That makes him the 26th highest paid cornerback in football. We're talking about the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, folks. So you know that's not going to happen. But bottom line, I think the best thing for everyone involved is to address this, address it soon. I think right. the two sides are going to come to that type of uh, realization, but you know, you never know. And there's always the holdout. Here, you don't want an unhappy former defensive player of the year. Right, absolutely. The, the, yeah, one, yeah. Of the, one of the real roadblocks here is the fact that he wasn't around for OTAs. Nobody's really sure how he's healed up from his offseason surgery. And I think, you know, quite, quite frankly and quite rightly, the Patriots are waiting to see just what they're buying right now. Absolutely. That's a great point. And Bird actually, I know you talked about this a few weeks ago in your column, and we've talked about it here on Locked On Patriots as well. He's coming back from a torn quad. So this is not just an injury where it was all like a little bit of a minor tweak. He's fine. We right. know he's going to be fine going into it. Gilmore is on the north side of 30, and I still think there's a lot of football left in him, folks. He didn't I'm have a pinky not... surgically repaired. Exactly. So there is a little bit of a concern on the Patriots' part just to make sure that he's still the explosive Stephon Gilmore, how he cuts, how he breaks. These are things the Pats need to see. By all indication, he's looked good in some of the workouts that he's had, and it doesn't appear that it's hampering him. But again, the Patriots have to cross every T, dot every I, and with Gilmore going into the final year of his deal, they just want to be sure that if they're extending this out or putting the team in uh, uh, you know uh, less favorable financial uh, circumstances to bring him right. in, that it's the right move. Again, me personally, I think it's the right move. Um, I think eventually both Stefan and the Patriots will come to that realization. I know you're in that uh, camp as well, but there are still negotiations to happen Firmly. here. So if Stefan doesn't walk onto the practice fields at Gillette Stadium on July 28th with contract in hand, folks, don't panic because this is still a negotiation process. As Michael Cohen would say, <laughs> there are things being negotiated that'll answer all your questions and solve all your problems. That's all I can there tell you. you. <laughs> so always come back to the Godfather, buddy. You know that. But, Why not? Um, Why not? You know, Berf, Stephon Gilmore is not the only familiar face in the cornerback room. There are a lot of them uh, that are returning this season, and the Patriots are older and wiser, and uh, I think this is still one of the more stacked depth charts on the roster. Uh, there is a new face in town, uh, and his name is Jalen yeah. Mills, uh, arriving via free agency from the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the Green Goblin himself. Murph, another green man coming to Foxborough. Yeah, Might be chisel like that. Chiseling your, ter- chiseling your territory a little bit there, though, just like Barzini <laughs> did to Tessio in The Godfather. Barzini chisels my territory, and we don't do anything about it. I think I just said tesitory, folks. I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, it's a Monday. We're working <laughs> through these. Um, all kidding aside, but <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, a good free agent signing for the Pats. Versatility with Jalen Mills, I think, is the key uh, to his being brought aboard. Uh, the other big personnel move, obviously, that the Pats made at corners so far, J.C. Jackson coming back on his restricted free agent tender. That makes sure that he's back for at least one more year here in Foxborough. Murph, when you look at the personnel decisions the Patriots made at corner, now we're talking so far because, again, nothing's been done with Stephon Gilmore yet, but 
when you look at the way this cornerback depth chart shakes out right now, what was the best move this offseason so far for the Patriots at cornerback? Um, the best move that they've made this offseason at cornerback is is probably not drafting one and and uh, waiting to see how things shook out. Um, other than that, you know, it, it's you know you you would have to go you would have to go with Mills coming in and 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 being brought over just as you know the the just in case. Mm-hmm. All right, and I know it might be a cop out answer, but but. That's 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 what I have to go with right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's break glass in case of emergency. But right. Jalen Mills, I think, has the potential to be a little bit more than that. I know a lot of people are going to point to J.C. Jackson signing. I'll get back to Mills in a moment, folks. Yep. But when I know a lot of people are going to talk about J.C. Jackson coming back on the restricted free agent tender. Yeah, it locks him up for one more year. It allows him to be here. He can grow into that role. If Stefan and the Patriots can't come to an agreement, then you have J.C. coming in and probably taking over that number one cornerback role. I think that's worth case scenario i think the patriots would love for stefan gilmore to continue on in that role and give jc a chance to develop at least for one more season before they make a final decision on what they're going to do with him but i think that was more of a foregone conclusion it's almost a no-brainer at this point that you'd want to bring uh jc jackson back uh and and be able to do it and in a lot of ways it's almost like a deferment until next season to make a decision it kind of takes that guesswork out of your hands at this point and then it allows you to be able to make a decision on JC later rather than sooner in the immediate. So that's why I'm going with Mills as the best free, uh, best offseason move for the Patriots, bringing him in as a free agent. Uh, Four-year, $24 million for the deal, uh, not exactly yeah. exorbitant amount. Uh, I think that's good value for a player of his caliber. Uh, 75, com- uh, excuse me, 74 combined total tackles in 2020, one and a half sacks, one interception. The thing that I love about this kid, and I said this when he was signed, he's a versatile defender. And you talked a little bit about this last week here on the pod when we did the safety breakdown because he spent a lot of time at strong safety in 2020 with the Philadelphia Eagles. So if the Patriots are looking to maybe move a player or have a player be a part of another depth chart, I mentioned Juwan Williams last week. I think you might be onto something here with Jalen Mills because he can do it. Uh, If he is going to line up at the cornerback position he's played outside he's played in the slot this is a kid that can do an awful lot and he's a hard worker everyone that i've talked to uh with uh, you know connections to the eagles organization or people that have seen him up close working out have said that this kid is going to put the work in so i like jalen mills i think he's going to be a solid addition to this uh, defensive backfield and again whether it's a corner or whether it's at safety i think the patriots have a very good role player here and someone that can really add depth and really maybe even add a little punch uh, to that defensive backfield this year and they're going to need it with the loss of a guy like Patrick Chung who was that enforcer type role who steps into it and maybe Jalen can help carry the load a little bit and inspire some of the other guys on this roster to maybe take that mantra as well Murph you lend the wisdom and counsel here on Locked On Patriots because, again, you're a very wise and considerate young man. We love having you here, and we love doing these uh, these breakdowns. Um, but once again, Bud, as we do every single week, we need that wisdom and that consideration here in New England, especially when it comes to the state of the Patriots' cornerbacks. Folks, we're going to address the cornerback position, including who might be coming into camp, with a little something extra to prove. And we will hear my good friend, my good friend's thoughts on the outlook of this unit in 2021 
when this hashtag Locked On Murph Monday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Head over to the website at betonline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Pats fans, the legendary Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. It is the return of hashtag Locked On Murph Monday, folks. And Murph, the Pats have some bona fide talent in this group. Stefan Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, surprisingly a name we haven't even mentioned yet, one of the best slot corners in the NFL. But there's also a lot of depth on this chart. And again, much like the linebacker position, I think the cornerback is going to be a very difficult depth chart for Bill Belichick to cut down in terms of who he wants on this roster, who might be able to sneak into the practice squad, and who they might have to say we need to jettison or we need to let go of because we simply can't keep them on the roster and they're probably going to get snagged before they get a chance to uh, to be a, a part of the Patriots practice squad. So, Murph, when you look at this team, there are some on that depth chart that might be facing an uphill battle to make the roster this year. And again, we're talking players with something to prove. As we head into camp, just a little over a week away, bud, who has your sharp eye as someone that could find themselves on the roster bubble at corner if that player doesn't have a strong start to training camp? No, obviously, um, this is going to be a really difficult name for some people to hear considering where he was drafted, but it is Joan Williams. Um, you know, he was a second round pick in 2019 and he just has not been able to establish himself as, um, the, the next guy. Uh, the, the Patriots have had a lot more, um, success in, in bringing guys off the, uh, uh, signing guys as free agents lately, um, than they have in identifying guys that they want to take early in the draft. Um, he played 15 games last year. He made 18 tackles, but he's playing just 18% of the defensive snaps. You need more out of a guy that you put, that you took at that spot. Joan Williams is the man that, that we're talking about here. Um, and of course, you know, after that, it's, it's Virgin who really needs to, who can step up and, and try to do something in these camps to, um, maybe get put on this roster and not be that stash on the uh, on the practice squad. Sorry. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. And Williams is my pick as well. And I know that'll probably surprise some people or maybe make them scream that I'm copping out here because he was also my choice at safety last week. But 
Williams is listed as a corner on the depth chart, folks. So yep. I went out on a limb a little last week and said that maybe Juwan Williams might be a hybrid type safety. And there is evidence to support that the Patriots might look to that level because of the fact that he was employed, especially last year in training camp, in more of a specialized role, defending tight ends, really acting as that uh, that hybrid safety. And I think if he's going to get a look and a serious look at staying on this roster with all of the depth the Patriots have, it may have to be a positional change. But look, there's a possibility that Jalen Mills might be that guy. And if that's the case, then yeah, and then if Jalen Mills is going to be more of that hybrid safety, right. then... Jawan Williams is going to be squarely in the crosshairs. And look, he's a sizable cornerback. Uh, you know, we mentioned this last week, six foot four, over 200 pounds. I think he's still listed as about two, 211, 215, somewhere in that regard. The tallest cornerback selected by the Pats in the Bill Belichick era. Bill noted that right after he drafted him, that because of the size of some of the receivers in the league, that they wanted to be able to match that size with a corner that could go in and really mix it up. And Juwan Williams is tough. He can do that. Um, but at the same time, like you said, he hasn't been playing a lot of the snaps. He's been really finding it difficult to find his way onto the field. And for someone who's chosen in the second round, 45th pick in the 2019 NFL right. draft, you have to get more production out of that than what the Patriots have gotten out of Juwan so far. So maybe it's just been a bad fit. Maybe it's just been rough circumstances for him. Maybe in camp he comes in and proves that he's ready to take on that mantra and maybe stand on the other side of a guy like Stephon Gilmore or J.C. Jackson, be a solid depth piece. But if he's not, you have to wonder if the Patriots at this point might be better off either you know, cutting ties or, or seeing what, uh, what other opportunities might be available for Juwan. So I'm in agreement with you. I think that's absolutely right. Um, and, and we'll see. We'll see what continues to happen. So definitely something to prove for Juwan Williams this year, entering uh, his now third season coming up uh, uh, in the, uh, the NFL draft. And that leads me quite nicely into my final question for you today, bud. And you can pontificate away at this one. And uh, <laughs> anybody we haven't mentioned, anything you need to get off your chest when it comes to Patriots corners. Um, it looks like we're in agreement, at least, that this group of corners has a lot of versatility. Uh, they're tough. They're great ball skills. Um, you know, they're always right there providing solid contributions. So, Murph. I'm asking you probably one last time for the positional depth chart reviews that we're doing here pre-camp. Look into that big green Murphyan crystal ball, my friend. What is your 2021 season outlook for this core of cornerbacks in New England's defensive backfield? Um, it, it is definitely with everybody on the field, everybody healthy and everybody happy. Um, one of the top three defensive backfields in the league. Um, I would be hard-pressed to find the guys that are the grouping that is better. But this is a fantastic group of versatile guys that, are, that know this game, that are, uh, are seasoned veterans, for, for lack of a, of a better term, and are going to, along with, you know, just, just to, to bring it up to speed, along with what Bill has done this year in rebuilding the linebacking core, um, it, it, it's going to be scary for opposing quarterbacks to be able to try and and throw against this team with the guys that he's brought in that are going to get after the quarterback, the smart guys that are going to be able to set the edge in the running game. They're going to be looking to do something against a, quarter, a, a defensive backs group that are just going to 
to be um, completely frustrating on so many different levels. I don't yeah. see. I, I don't see anybody um, sticking out. I said top three, only not to sound braggadocious and say that this is the best group in the in the NFL. Um, they they very well quite quite could be. Yeah, I think they very well could be as well. Look, bottom line, when you employ someone like Stefan Gilmore, and again, folks, that's the linchpin here. You're, if Stefan Gilmore is back on staff, then this is without question, at the very least, a top three unit in the league. As far as I'm concerned, and we're like-minded on this, and I think a lot of Patriots fans would agree. I think a lot of NFL fans would agree. Whether you love the Patriots or hate them, you have to take a look at what they have here on the depth chart, whether it be Stefan Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, uh, a guy that you've turned me on to the last couple of years and that I really can't wait to see what he's going to do this year in Miles Bryant. I think right. he's ready to take a step. I really am I'm very curious to see how Miles takes the success he had last year in the system and apply it and really put it toward, I think, uh, um, an opportunity to really do something special uh, in uh, that uh, cornerback depth chart this year. Jalen Mills coming on. Uh, Jawan Williams for all the negativity that we just kind of heaped his way right. and a lot of the expectations. Folks, this is a kid that you know came in with a lot of pedigree, coming out of Vanderbilt, a second-round pick, very highly touted. The Patriots drew a beat on this kid. They traded up to get him. So if they wanted him, they knew that he was someone that they knew he that that uh, the Patriots knew they had to have. And uh, to me, there's just there's so much. And when you talk about you mentioned someone like a D Virgin or a Michael Jackson Senior that we haven't even mentioned. When you go that far down the depth chart, and those guys are considered afterthoughts or possible practice squad additions, you know you've got a very deep defensive backfield at corners. So well done for Bill. He always seems to stock that position very well, uh, despite of, you know, some of his detractors will say, but uh, you take a look at the, the Patriots defensive backfields throughout the years. And when the Pats have been at their most successful, uh, they've had a stout defensive backfield. Maybe that translate again this year, folks, maybe it doesn't. But at this time, uh, you know, we live in hope uh, up through the upcoming 2021 season. But what can I say? The wisdom, the counsel, you lend it like no other. You are familia here on Locked On Patriots. You are the true Don. We kiss the ring every week because it's just what should be done. It's it's a sign of respect. You know, we offer friendship. We come with respect and we uh, we love having you here. So folks, you should already be doing so. But for any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself on Twitter at tmurf207. The content this man is putting out for E2G Sports is always point-click learn enrichment material. All the great writers and all the great coverage of all major sports everything you can think of. They're doing great things over at E2G Sports, so please check these guys out. But, of course, I'm partial to my good friend here. Anything he puts his name to, you got to check it out because it's always spot on, it's always entertaining, and it's always right. <laughs> so, you know, bottom line, folks, you get it. You get entertainment and you get correct information. What better way to do it? But what can I say? Uh, you know, the the uh, one Patriots place also, folks, please, I encourage you, keep checking this out. Murph, our great mutual friend, Steve Balistrieri, the Countess of Claz herself, Miss Clazzy Claire Cooper. But again, I cannot thank you enough. Honored and humbled, as always, by your presence. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure to be here. And it feels like Monday again. And I, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to Mondays. It truly, truly does. And folks, if you liked hashtag Locked On Murph Monday this week, Murph and I are going to be breaking it all down next week. A true camp 
primer uh, as we head into the first practice of the 2021 season, the first official practice opening on Wednesday the 28th. Football's back in Foxborough, bud, and there's no better feeling. So until next Monday, stay safe, stay well, and we look forward to talking ball with you again right here next week on Locked On Patriots. I'll be here. Go Pats. And so, Patriots fans, one down and four to go. That's right, folks. We're back to regular season scheduling here on Locked On Patriots, which means five action-packed shows coming at you this week. So, to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe. Stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.